The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Good morning or good afternoon, depending on whether you listen to us live on Fresh FM. This is the Deadline Report, brought to you by Ben Vigin Care of Fresh FM, the greatest little radio station in the South Island and all of the places that have weeks beginning with the days to the Y. I know, guys, I'm still working on it. Anyway, so this week we're going to be talking about gold, goons, and guns, part three. So if you've actually watched my part two, this is about looking at these different aircraft that have arrived in New Zealand um, over the last 20, 30 years that have links to some very unsavory people. And we're going to carry on with this with something a bit more recently. I call this I call this particular section of guns, goons, and guns the bastards without borders. Who funds terrorism? The New Zealand Hamas massacre connection. Now, before I get into this, I had a couple encounters with Israeli people, and one of them went okay, and one of them didn't go so well. And the response was my response to what happened was, you know, guys, um, we could turn around and we could, you know, hit Hamas and hit them you know hit them harder than us and you know that's not really working that's been going a long time and that just seems to be escalating the situation and there's also i think you're missing the fact that those who are causing the situation that's exactly what they want you to do and one of my israeli people that i met um got very upset by this and made his his displeasure known and then you know ran out the door please don't think oh this report is an anti-israeli report it's not it's it's about I have covered the issue, okay, let's, let's give the pedigree. So I've covered the issue of counterterrorism for now for over 35 years. Um, I have continuously have a family and lineage which have been largely anti-fascist and anti the far right most of our lives. What I'm sick of is these old guys at the top that fund things and it's all very Machiavellian and some of them Israelis and some of them are Islamic and some of them are God knows what. And they don't care about any of that stuff. Or any of the accounts that they're making money. And they've actually engineered the situation which continues carry-on conflicts, which generate continuous wealth for these people and build them very large dynasties where they have excessive power. And the basic economics of what I'm talking to you is true. In the very sense that you go and look at the newspapers and business page every day, and it's telling you this. We're witnessing the biggest concentration of wealth into the fewest people's hands than we've witnessed in the greater portion of human history. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating when I'm saying that. So my point is not to lambast the Israeli people who are the victims of this situation, and so are the Palestinian people. I'd like many people to remember that, first of all, this event took place as a peace protest. For reasons unbeknownst, the uh, the status quo decided that they would move it from a secure area to an unsecure area within more than 48 hours. And the this attack occurred by the Hamas with an excessive amount of weapons. And all those weapons cost something. And each of the soldiers have family and there's actually money and there's very, you know, people. I mean, like, I'm not talking this stuff out of my, my, my proverbial buttocks. So this is something I've actually written about and actually been acknowledge, you know, with them the rest of the mainstream, oh, the vigilance, like, you know, I, don't give a, I don't give a damn. In academia, I'm actually recognised as this is a subject I've actually written about a lot about, and I have, more importantly, I've got skin in the game, which is what more of these others actually have. But anyway, let's not make this into the Ben Vision ego trip, which I'm inclined to do. Hey, so if you're a writer, you have an ego the size of an aircraft carrier. 
So the first thing point is the first Hamas is known to be using American weapons destined for Israeli purchase with smuggled gold. The then there's the new narrative. Oh, like, oh, that's not true. And Bellingcat, very prestigious force, turned around and showed that one of the viewpoints that indicated this was not true. I, I actually believe that because Bellingcat is a reputable resource, but it doesn't mean that something can't be. The uh, point is context. The narrative then changed to, oh, this, it is true. So, well, actually, we'll disregard that video, but now it is true. We won't, we won't have any debate or discussion, but Russia's behind it. Then it was the North Koreans swapping weapons for nuclear parts uh, for, in Iran. And in my view, again, as I've said at the beginning, it's all of them. It's a view there's a whole lot of old rich guys on both sides who are harming terrorists for profit, and they don't give a damn about either the Israelis or the Palestinians. And again, the Palestinians, many of whom uh, families, innocent people with no truck or anything, they just want to get on in their lives and put food on the table. When Israeli ravers dancing for peace came knocking at their door, they weren't all massacred. There were many Palestinian normal civilian families who actually were Palestinian, which when you get to the pedigree of the Hamas, there's another question altogether, that were taken in by Palestinian people who are not monsters or demons, as we are encouraged. And not to say that either doesn't have blood in their, on their hands. I'm not, again, I'm sick of this thing, like, oh, it must be either this or that. That's not what I'm here to do. This is my thought on the issue. Looking back at stories I have investigated over the last 20 years, in which, by the way, I get to have some status quo on this because I'm normally actually right and that, that's that's the hunt oh Virgin News oh yeah well I don't care because you usually on my track record I'm never wrong even when it's getting slings and arrows of outrageous fortune the actually the hindsight is always on my side and those are the hard track records like it or lump it so we have the MV Ro Ro Rosas Lebanon Blast WW New York Times 28th 7th Middle East Lebanese Explosion Good one. Ship used to deliver ingredients to explosive factory, factory in Mozambique, being stored in warehouse controlled by Hezbollah, whose offshoot include, by the way, the Hamas. That's that ship. And when I was looking at the story, the thing was uh, that ship that's its whole, and there are, go and look it up, all its history and where it's come from and what it was doing. It reminded me a lot about the ships that were arming Libya. Let's go into Libya. US policy since then has bordered on incoherence. Under President Donald Trump, this, this is a quotation by the, the State Department supports the interim US endorsed government on national courts, GNA and Tripoli, even while the White House was quietly engaged with Khalif Hitler, a Russian backed militant. So we're all oh, the Russians. Well, it is. Maybe one remembers Lord of War, um, Nicholas Cage, produced by New Zealand, Andrew Nichols. That's telling you all it is right there, boys and girls in black and white. But, you know, he's, the scene in that movie is where it's like, He's busted and the guy's, oh, in 20 minutes the uh, State Department's going to let me out because I'm actually useful to them. And this is what this guy's saying. So Khalif Hitler, a Russian McMillison who has mounted repeated offensive to seize control of the capital. Just like the, um, uh, the Taliban's favourite gunrunner, Victor Bao, another guy that has done the same thing in Russian but actually also been working for the West. Hitler has long-standing ties to the CIA and spent years in exile living in the agency's camps in Virginia after taking part in the failed coup against Gaddafi, who, by the way, was originally installed by the CIA. Again, not conspiracy, plenty history. Go and learn some for damn sake. You know, don't tell the around, come to me, someone who has actually written more than two million words on this particular very subject, the history of Middle Eastern terrorism, Western European terrorism, 1960s to 1985, Orange, Dr. Orange Cook was my academic abuse, and I got an A for my dissertation on my history. So go bugger off with your, oh, you know, it's not my, I've done my research, it's my research has been verified and peer-reviewed by people that do. So again, 
when Hitler spoke to with Trump in 2019 during his assault in the Libyan capital, your official said it was the CIA that arranged and put through the call. And that's, by the way, the source. Oh, that's conspiracy. That must be Alex Jones of the news, right? No, it's not. It's the WashingtonPost.com. Uh, Libya civil war, Russia, Turkey, fighter planes. Uh, 2021, you have to look up the exact date, WW, figure it out yourself. Then we get to the Abajani Arms Network, where Islam terrorists finance meet Israeli arms dealers. Everyone's having, drinking just vodka down at the something or other, Siberia, jukebox in Siberia. You have your CIA, you'll get in for free. And that's what it's been like. You know, they even gained the Bond movies, a parody, the wholesale free for all that is that whole Abajani arms market. The Abidjan and conflict, how Israel and Turkey became strange bedfellows, again, quotation, when Israeli-Turkish military corporations called the Israelis turned to Baku, which, again, I, I do believe I wrote about somewhere about 99, but yeah, let's, let's forget the fact that I keep being right. So now the Nagami Kabbalatika has thrown them all, and that's badly pronounced, but, you know, I'm the guy that butchers languages bilingually, um, has thrown them all together. At least four illusions, that's the Russian aircraft, so you can't spot that, so, you know, vodka terms, operated by the Azerbaijani cargo, so always linked to... Uh, Arm Spitz, Simon Spitz, who we will talk about later on, or maybe in the this turns into a part four. Which serves the Baku Defence Ministry have landed and taken off the Israeli Uvla military base in southern Israel. According to flight regulations, that is the only airport from which planes loaded with explosives are allowed to take off. Just let that sink in. Erdogan reduced Turkey's relations with the West and strengthened ties to Qatar, the Hamas movement and the Muslim Brotherhood branches across the region. Meanwhile, it is involved in civil wars and military intelligence in Syria, Iraq, Libya, Yemen and Somalia to cover and balance some of the rising cost of weapons Israel buys oil off Abidjani. They are literally funding these conflicts. And that's exactly what that particular quote says. Washington Post. And that's, uh, by the way, that's how the family that runs Azerbaijan builds an empire of hidden wealth. Documents peel away the three layers of secret ownerships in a conglomerate. In fact, let's just have a little pause there, because I think that's a good little, little point to have a little take time out, have a cigarette, contemplate the universe, keep calm. Um, and we will go with, uh, I'm going to go back to my favourite, the Vabas, and I'm going with Sweet Bird of Prey. Will all the little world start joining hands? This is the Deadline Report, Ben Virgin Investigates, Gun Goons and Gold, Part 3 on Fafsh FM, the greatest little radio show in New Zealand, and probably the known universes.
So you're on the deadline report with Ben Vigil Investigates, Guns, Golds and Goons, the New Zealand connection to the Hamas massacre in terms of what funds terrorism. And I have taken you through some of the lead up and the Abajani and the people that have funded the Hamas, their role in Libya, their role to Russians, which also have Western Israeli connections. And we get to 2019, Ah was amongst a spate of former Russian bankers linked to a Russian money laundering is found dead in Estonia. The missing former chief of the Thanks Bank in Estonia, which is, by the way, actually um, part of the ING Group, which is audited in England by Credit Suisse, Royal Bank of Scotland, a couple other banks, and no Crown Observatory, so they just get to model themselves. Oh, I'm sure that's going to work out really well. The missing former chief of the Thanks Bank in Estonia was at the centre of a 200 billion euro 
laundering scandal involving Russian money. Again, it's Russian money, but that's making that's making leading people to lead. Oh, it must be Russian. It goes back to Putin. Russia, Putin. It's not that simple. I'm sorry. Uh, the former head of the Estonia at the centre of the 220 billion laundering scandal was shortly afterwards found dead from a gunshot wound in an apartment suicide. Actually, the door was actually locked, just to give fair and cover knowledge. The story broke in March 2017 after the Estonian branch was mentioned by the Danish newspaper, but I'm not even going to try and pronounce that, uh, but it's, I am going to get Berlinski in connection with the Russian and Azerbaijani laundromat for oil for gas money operations. This is also overlaps with the sinking of the MV Estonia and rumours of an illegal arms trade, including nuclear material such as the ultra rare and ultra-expensive subsidence, a nuclear product of Proc Bank New Zealand, a bank owned by Russian mobsters, New Zealand politicians, and ex-foreign terror executives, both specialised in. Actually, Ian Robinson was the director of that, who actually went to partner along with uh, Jeffrey Wilding in uh, Reagan Express, a very <laughs> funny little interesting airline. Um, and I've done shows about the great Jeffrey Wilding and his role in uh, the Credit Suisse scams. Anyway, I digress. The main shoulders of the VTP is the Russian government who owns 60%, so this is the Russian government, and bear in mind the time when this was actually written, by the way, is the Russian government who owns 60% remaining shareholdings include Holding Qatar Holdings, LEC, and the state oil fund of the Republic of Azerbaijan, Savaza, and a commercial bank, China Construction Bank. Directors include former New Zealand Prime Minister, Jenny Shapley, who also holds share in the Chinese Construction Bank and is also at Privy Council along with Winston Peters and Sir Douglas Graham, who also has dodgy corporate history, but that's another story. Two years earlier, September 4th, and it's, by the way, Sir Winston Peters, the Wymox inquiry, who made it look like he exposed all the stuff in the Cook Islands, but really the leak came from people that were actually rivals to the people in Cook Islands because they were doing the same thing in Nairo. Just put that a little on the, school, on, on the side. Many of those oil for Ontario accounts have washed cash through, non-quoting here, uh, washed cash through New Zealand banks using methodology familiar to anyone who's studied the Wymox or the Gang of 20. Oh, that would be me. Um, and I actually get paid by banks overseas to do this, so they seem to think I'm pretty good at what I do. Uh, affairs active in New Zealand. And this is also true of the Azerbaijani laundromats, guns for oil news network. Sea Israel state-run aerospace giants contributed to Azerbaijani laundry jet field networks was funded in 2009 in New Zealand. Israeli company connected to Azerbaijani laundromat that we know is actually, actually selling Israeli weapons to groups that are actually like tied up with people like the Hamas. But wait, as the steak knife ad goes, it gets better. Another New Zealand, Ghana, Switzerland, Italian cocaine connection, because again, I talked about Jeffrey Wilding and the connections to Southern World Airlines to Harvey Misbin and his cocaine Reagan connections. Uh, for guns connection, the Al-Zarbani laundromat oil for gas guns network comes via the Russian Antonov call sign. So very clear, I'm giving you a Pacific license plate. I'm not only some airplanes, I'm giving you something. You can check this stuff out yourself. It's called UR82008. The aircraft was used to transport Kiwi soldiers to Afghanistan in 2003 as part of Operation During Freedom. Freedom! The word freedom comes up a lot by the people who don't actually give a damn about freedom. The cocaine for Bulgarian gas ga guns in 2000. So, recap. Same plane used to um, shoot empty terrorists was also used to ship guns to terrorists and funded by cocaine. This is also as at the time that Kutasusi was known to laundering cocaine for the Bulgarian Hills Angels. So, again, when you think about Carl Schuswick and the Czechoslovakian connection and the Gang of 20, this has all become very familiar territory. And a ring with links to the New Zealand Hills Angels. So, that's the subsidiaries include things like. Um, the the MC Viking groups and the Iron Thunder group, which includes uh, 
going up, so he's still part of that group. So he's going all about, oh, bringing about anti-corruption while he's actually... But I'm just pointing out that actually the photos will back that statement up again. So not making any statements which can't back up. And that was involving Walden's associate John Warburton. So Walden comes up again. URA 2008 incidents can be directly linked into the very same network run by the legendary Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. Again, I told you about the Andrew Nichols, the Lord of War movie, same very guy. To give all these dirty dollars physical context, let's look at another Kiwi visitor, Antonov AIN 214-8203, which delivered the final NH-90, this is a type of helicopter, NZ-3s to the Royal New Zealand base in Ahakia on October the 30th, 2014. This is about the same time, by the way, where we found that Air New Zealand is actually supplying Saudi Arabia. Um, a few years later, 2020, it was flying missions of another kind over the Balkans. And again, my whole book, State Secret, writes all about this. And this is where we get people like Simon Spitz, who we'll be talking about a bit later, comes up. During the month-long war, and that's the Israeli-Ukrainian, or actually Israeli-Russian, Czechoslovakian, Israeli is the common denominator, but here about nine passports. During the month-long war in Artazakh, A-R-T-S-A-K-H, military cargo shipments from Turkey and a number of other countries to Azerbaijan continued. And although Baku has been preparing for large-scale hostilities uh, for a long time, the number of aircraft supply military equipment and other necessary goods to Azerbaijan has been growing throughout the war. And according to various sources, Azerbaijan currently receives arms from Turkey, Israel and Belarus. That's Russia, Israel and Turkey. So the three triangles, <laughs> I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. Now, and mercenaries are manly, manly transferred to the wars are from Syria. So this is privatisation of war. And you know what happens when privatisation comes along. The fact the investigation platform has gathered information on the supplying countries and frequency of aircraft transports to Azerbaijan since September the 27th. That's, uh, I'm guessing that's 2020, but it actually says it. Uh, the frequency of transport to Azerbaijan since September 27th. The sources of the Swedish website flightradar24.com who allow you to complete information as possible about the flights. So the destination of the aircraft flight the flights UA two oh seven three aircraft the same airlines flew from Kiev to Baris on October 17, twenty twenty. So these are the same crafts that supply in Israel and the war in Syria are also flying to Russia. Facts investigation can it is also noticed whether the aircraft belonged to the US Armed Forces was flying for irregular for several days in the Church of Georgia and the territory is near the corridor between Armenia and Azerbaijani. It mostly observed the border areas of the two countries. To sum up, all of the above mentioned flights, Azerbaijani were carried out for the airspace of Georgia, although the government of the country has made it decision to ban the transfer of military equipment through its airspace. The this specific aircraft that I'm citing, by the way, that's UR-2073, also participated in NASA's Operation Desert Falcon involving Belgium's latest F-16s missions against ISIS and Iraq. By the way, which we also know ISIS was partly funded by U.S. Um, material provided by Saudi Arabia, courtesy of USA, and Iraq and Syria. Oh my my, it's a small world after all. So then we get to the Western Banking for, for Russian U.S. steady cash. So we're all talking about the Russian, we're always talking about the Russian cash. Oh, the Russians did this, the Russians, but it's like, wait a minute, let's look at the banks that they're, all, they're using, and let's look a bit, go back a bit before 22, and let's go back this relation for 10 years, and actually these were banks that were actually set up by Western intelligence, um, and are Western banks. Uh, Danks Bank's international investigations found irregular conditions in the bank's branch in Estonia, and it's Copenhagen headquarters. This same bank talked about the auditors that were the Credit Suisse and ING and Royal Bank of Scotland. Ten former employees at the Danks Bank Estonian branch are currently being investigated in connection with the case in which two other former uh, other former Soviet republics, Azerbaijani and Georgia, haha, have been implicated as well. 
Funny that. The official independent investigation reports released on September 19, 2018, found that the Estonian branch had maintained a portfolio of thousands of non-resident customers from Russia and other forms of Soviet states from 2007 to 2015. In 2014, in the run-up to the Russian invasion of China, uh, sorry, Crimea in 2014, the VTB Bank, the country's second largest, biggest ticket at an entire floor of the Imperial Tower headquarters in central Moscow to finance the country's war machine. VTBO CBO's Russian Mikhail of Mikhail is a former friend of the West and always a mate of Putin's. Also a former founder of the Leaf, a Leafy Bank, the Russian's largest non-state bank, which has been repeatedly linked to money laundering and organized crime. This was just six years after the head of the World Trade Organization, the former New Zealand Prime Minister, Mike Moore, was considered to have been the marketing, let us say Mike Moore was considered the marketing brains behind Rogernomics, was appointed the chairman of the Fryman Ultimo Foundation, which was des dedicated to bringing West and East closer through philanthropy. That's one way of calling it. In 2016, the paid $790 million to the Dutch and U.S. authorities. So I talked about the Royal Bank of Scotland, and that was actually, I said to um, Danks Bank, was actually owned by ING, which is a Dutch company, which Paul, I mean, Amory Craig, I believe, is the connection, but it actually leaks back to um, the Royal Bank of Scotland. The bribes were paid to, to Alifia, was also successful in creating a telecommunication monopoly in Uzbekistan. As Billy Collins says, we know who was behind 9-11, it was Stan, Azerbaijan. I'm sorry, I'm just being a bit silly. Fryman's primary investments vehicles for the objects being the little one whose CEO Alexandra Pertovs, P-E-T-O-S-O-V-U-C, to work for the John Keys Old Bank Merrill, which began working for the Renaissance Capital in 2007. Therefore, moving to the little one, which has been established to, by another former Credit Suisse investor banking banker prior to putting being turned into the former partner in crime and doing so began a new Cold War. The current head of the New Zealand Institute, Stephen Jennings, formerly of Credit Suisse, who's now a venture capitalist in Africa, pushing debt for the Crimea. Now, um, Putin's um, link to Jennings was actually raised by the New Zealand Herald and he chose to litigate. So just to be very crystal clear about this particular point, we're not saying that Stephen Jennings has done anything per se, we're simply doting the historical history and that's actually a matter of public record, so that's okay, Mr. Radio Station Manager. Don't have a heart attack. I won't get you sued today. Another example of the, maybe tomorrow, it's another story. Another example, <laughs> another, um, in joke. Another example of this occurred in 2019, which commodities trading arm VTB, so we talked about them before, and Swiss Basic Credit Susie, Jennings old, the company that Jennings was working for, were found guilty of laundering fund, uh, loans involving 200 millions in bribes and kickbacks at UN climate change, and the money was instead diverted to buying Israeli weapons, according to the US Department of Justice. More than 70 millions of this money would be washed through the Christchurch real estate market by another Christchurch old boys, Andrew Pierce of Credit Suisse. So again, not saying Stephen Jennings done anything, I'm just simply bullet pointing these are the chronological order of these known facts. 20 years of truth error investigations show this is not a new issue. I have been writing about this stuff for a long time and I don't really care what you think because you go, oh, Ben Vision, I'm sort of writing two books about this and history is showing that I'm pretty much all right, so go bite me. Other counter Russians with Swiss accounts for the loot dosh is no doubt include Oleska Oleg Kirillov and Euro uh, Koropachinsky 
who in 2013 was con continually running my dad's, my uh, mate, mates, well, they'd say he was running well, my, my, my dad's mates, when he invested 500 million developments to the Port Heights ski field. Um, my family actually basically imported ski equipment for, and basically helped pioneer the ski industry, so that's it overlap there. Just disclosing. The same year, billionaire Constant Malov Thiev brought in dairy farms factory a kilometre away from the purpose down dawn launch so that's the uh, aero dawn which is about to launch this um space shuttle but it's actually not a space shuttle because if you look into again story we've done before and you look into the original declassified documents from the 1990s it's actually what they're working with the five eyes is actually with the whole you know taking over academia new zealand and information technology, what they're actually looking at is basically building a prototype um, space bomber. New Zealand is very interesting telemetry and lots of full of raw metal, so it's actually, this this doesn't sound as far-fetched or doctor knows you might think. Uh, so he said, bought the site near Aerodorn, well, New Zealand bearing constant Malofi, which is later is bought by the New Zealand dairy giant Fonterra, whose former Far Eastern executives include Ian Robertson, the man that run the Russian tax haven bank in Vanuatu, who was also... Partners include that was Ross Morant and Ian Robinson, who's also talked about Jeffrey Wilding, and again uh, involved people linked to Pacific Express, the air company that was used to run arms under UN contractor Simon Spitz, an Israeli um, hybrid. And back they go talking about that that very issue right now. But we'll leave it there, and you're going to have to wait for all of this in what's turning out to be part four: guns, goons, and gold. The New Zealand Hamas. Who funds terror connection? And basically it's a bunch of old guys on either side and they don't care about the people in Palestine or the people in Israel and I'm sick of this whole hijacking because the people actually are getting banned online and censorship are the people that are anti-war, anti this kind of Machiavellian speculation which is driving everything prices through the roof and it has to be called out for what it is. This is Ben Virgin on the Deadline Report, courtesy of Fresh FM and the wonderful community of Nelson. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM with support from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.